Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont. All the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I'm Eric Ozempa. I'm Brady Stuffel. And I'm Annie Larner. Hey, welcome in, everyone. How is the week going for you? How was your weekend? Uh, good. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't have a lot of feedback on it this time. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it must be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need like complaints right now, so. No, no hurricanes, that's for sure. So that's Oh good. my gosh. Yeah, I gotta it's say. So horrible. Yeah. I've been super distracted following I don't usually follow unfolding natural disasters on Twitter the way that I have today, but I have a personal interest because my sister moved to Tampa Bay this year. And so she's been all week figuring out her plans and they ended up <laughs> the irony is they evacuated to Orlando and it's almost like a worse Oh my god. <laughs> it is. It is. She should have yeah. just stayed in Tampa, but when yeah. they were making these Obviously, it wasn't super clear yet, and she's at least on the fourth floor of a hotel in wow. Orlando. Oh my it's gosh! So well, funny. I hate to laugh, but you know it is the irony, and I certainly don't mean to make light of the situation. No, no, I mean, no, no. She, bad, we've been but... laughing about it for sure, and they'll be fine. I mean, there's yeah. don't get me wrong. There's plenty of people that won't be fine, but in their case, yeah. they'll be fine, and we can have a chuckle about it. But yeah, I've been I've been like glued to the updates and getting all these like videos, and it's it's really ridiculous. Actually, it's kind of excessive. I need to. It's nice to talk to you guys instead <laughs> about yes. Longmont. Yeah, get off the Dry, Twitter feed. Get off the Twitter feed. Temperate yeah. weather. The <laughs> doom, yeah, the doom scrolling, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't usually do that, and you, I can feel like the addiction creeping up, where you're like, oh, I haven't checked anything in 25 minutes. I better go see what happened. It's just terrible. It's so bad for you. It's like just consumes yeah. your mind. It's the so, last. So, Annie, I have to ask you on that on that theme. Are you a Twitter person? I mean, obviously, you you have a Twitter account. You yeah. do you tweet quite often? Are you is a, that a, what he's asking? Annie, are you a Twitch? No, no, I'm just no, a no. Twitter creeper. Like I'm the <laughs> person on Twitter that just listens and reads and I don't publish yeah. anything. I just go out there to like hear what other people have to say about various topics. And I, you know, but for certain things like for news, when unfolding events, I think it's really good. I like it for um, just grabbing different perspectives on things sometimes. Instagram is more like, oh, just mindless, like pretty things, yeah. people, whatever. I do kind of scroll and I do publish on Instagram, but not not Twitter. So much. So, I don't participate yeah, you're kind in of those a conversations. Twitter voyeur, I guess, is the way yeah. I would say it. Yeah. Kind of like <laughs> kind of like when Facebook started, all those people like, oh, what are my high school friends doing? You know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah it's like back going, when it was like that friends. and not just yeah. like, hi, I I'm looking for a place to go out and be like outwardly racist. Yeah. Which is like sort of what it's become. Like, great. Thanks. <laughs> I don't go on. Like I look every once in a while, like, I wonder what my high school, you know, people that I graduated with are doing. And it's like it seems so innocent now. And like it's just back like in the oh, day, it was like, oh, let's creep on the people we went to high school. Yeah, yeah. I wonder who yeah. it's so and so. They've got any more yeah. kids or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm watching so and so's child grow up. I'm so blessed. And now it's like, uh, yeah, just like large swaths of the populations are just like, I can't even repeat the things that. Like, yeah, I mean, it's oh, a, I know it's horrible. Next door is a pretty yeah. good one for that kind oh, of. Oh, next door is crazy well. too. Yeah, next door. And, and Reddit's just hilarious. Like you can take like the same topic and like look at or even like the same article that's been shared on Twitter and compare it side by side with Reddit. Oh, yeah. And it's just so funny. The differences <laughs> of what the comments are made, the reactions, yep. like totally different. It's just yep. different people. It's interesting. Uh, I, do you remember in the day when we thought the TC line was the end all be all oh, of, TC of line. vitriol? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, TC line is still great. They so still for, so for listeners who are listening to this, Andy, do you want to explain what the TC line is? So the TC line, this is like almost predates the internet, I think. And what happened was the time TC times call, they would, have, you would just, they had like an open line, an open phone line where you could call and just lodge your complaint or comment about what 
whatever topic, generally Longmont related, but honestly didn't have to even be about Longmont, that you wanted. And then they would take the comment, they would type it up and publish it in the newspaper. And oh, you could just boy. read these like total, and it's like, it's like, Twitter before Twitter, basically, like just it is. Yeah, share it's your just, thought, and we will publish it in this and, like stream. <laughs> anonymous too. I mean, they were totally, on the forefront totally of like social media only in the yeah. newspaper. Yeah, it exactly. Was social media newspaper, yeah. and it like to- it was like pre Twitter, and it was so funny. It was the best part of the newspaper. Everybody got into the TC line. You'd like dig in the section to go find it and read it or whatever. And it's still there. Yeah, it's you know, still there. Crazy. So yeah. people call yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Have you ever called the TC line? No, I no, I'm yeah, not. No, neither. you, you, Brady. <laughs> no, Brady's going no, no. about traffic. I've definitely <laughs> seen. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe the lights in this town? There's a guy. You with know how a many muffler. of them are red? No, no. Brady just like started some... a podcast. He's fine. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I, can, I, can, I can shout into my own void. Thank you very much. <laughs> you need to get somebody else's to shout into. Oh my god. Hey, well, I have a special announcement today. Holy yeah. smokes! It is the. It'll be the third anniversary of this podcast in two days. So wow. Congratulations. Three years nice of Side Dish. Isn't that Good exciting? Work, gents. Look at everything Pretty we exciting. have to celebrate. Exactly. Look at the empire. <laughs> look at all the accomplishments. Yeah, yeah. Look, at that, look, at that, look around and just bask in this thing that we I mean, built. you guys need like a cake or cookie. There needs to be a celebration. Oh, Annie, you're we part of this too. So you're not like a consultant coming uh, in here and you saying, know, oh, you I'll guys have should. Like a third congratulations. Of a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice try. She's trying to walk away from us, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> You guys did great. Oh, no, it's no, awesome. No, it's Congratulations. Just it's just, no, she, can, she can walk it out if she wants. I, it's been a long time coming. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, Wait, no, seriously, though, in, in all seriousness, though, I mean, like three years, we started in 2019, then we had a pandemic. And so that was our fun shows, Brady. You remember? It was like, yeah. well, uh, you, more masks. What'd you do? Yeah. Well, I stared out the window yeah. at the, the, the forest fire smoke. And I read a bunch <laughs> of, uh, speaking of doom scrolling, I was on the internet doom scrolling. And just generally feeling, oh, I don't know what you awful. want to call it, malaise, outright uh, depression, <laughs> just not really, yeah, even though we would do this, you know? Yeah. That yeah. Good times. Well, you know, I was thinking the other day, there's so many topics that have been covered over those years, and I feel like sometimes side dish mentions certain topics, but then doesn't always go back and give too many updates, you know what I mean? Like, or even just repeat it, because... No, no. There's you think it were news? Are you thinking we're re- news? Yeah. <laughs> when there's a relevant update, I think the updates come, and it's like yeah, good no, why we cool. had Tony come back on. But I, and one example, this I promise this is going somewhere. Uh, yeah. There was a news piece this week about the bond farm development and oh, yeah. some residents having like an outcry. And oh, I remembered, yeah. oh, Bond Farm. And I remember before I was joined, you guys, you had talked about Bond Farm, and that was where I remember yep. learning about it the first time. And but I, I don't know if it's ever been talked about since then. And now this is in the news again. So maybe it's worthy of like an update, but I think it's worth repeating some of these. Cause let's be honest, not everybody listens to every episode. Oh, you might miss some things. <laughs> I can't believe that. I mean, we were just talking <laughs> off air that Annie has like a gold CD collection of every, of every yeah, episode. I think she was so. pressing each one of these into long form. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, actually I think it's a really good point. I mean, you know, and I, I think it's cool if there's something that we can, you know, update about. But, you know, usually that's about traffic and we just rant. Yeah, so <laughs> know, right? it's all good. Well, on that note, so the Bond Farm did make news this week because residents received their letters in the mail. So um, down, this is like, what, between second, somewhere near mm-hmm. second and spruce, kind of? Yep. If you will, those yep. are parallel, I think. Yep. 
right? They are. Um, yeah. But like down the hill, if you imagine if you're on Old Town, West Side, Old Town, West Side Tavern, where that is, and you go down the hill from there, there's this like six, six acre parcel where there's a proposed development to do 75 townhomes, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty far down the process. They're getting through their permitting and stuff. Um, and they just sent out letters to the residents. So everyone within a thousand feet of this development received a letter. And so now this is where you have all the various comments and pushback if they're going to have pushback and stuff. And that's, I think, what caused the article to come out this week. Yeah, that um, I bet. Because yeah. I don't live too far from there. And right. um yeah, I, I didn't get a letter, so I, you know, I didn't yeah, know that this was it. Because before this, if we're talking about callbacks, before this, they were doing sort of a commune kind of space. Like you buy a unit, you live part of a community. They're going to build this thing. Seemed kind of neat. I don't know. I, you know, yeah. like the practicalities yeah. of it aside, it seemed kind of like a neat concept. I haven't heard that they were going to do this um, big thing, or if we mentioned it, I've right. completely forgotten. So um, it's kind of news to me. Somebody, and I have not seen a letter. Um, I don't live within a thousand feet. I mean, I can get there pretty quick, but. Um, it's kind of interesting. I expect, ah, man, it's kind of a weird spot because if it was north of third and they were going to put all that stuff there, there would be, I, I think there would be an unholy uproar, but Spruce is sort of, it's sort of an odd spot. It's like not like the, well, the, for a long time, wasn't it unincorporated and then it, and then it became incorporated. I feel like it was, I think so. But you know, this stretch of Spruce, so I'm looking at the article right now. Thank you. Times call. Um, looking at the article, I mean, it's an open field right here. It is. Yeah. Spruce. And so you blank. look at it and, you know, the original plan, like you said, Brady was to do a co-housing, um, yeah. community. And now it's 75 townhomes on the nearly six acre, pro- acre property along Spruce. Shout out to Annie. Yeah. So that is a lot of units. Um, especially it's huge. Yeah. yeah. I imagine those will go for, um, a lot of money. Well, you've got to say the view and everything else is really just yeah, the view on yeah. that hillside is incredible. The, yeah, because you are, it is the last, it's like the terminating area. There's nothing else past that as yeah. you go down the hill. So you are on the hill and there's just wide open. You get to look, I mean, basically down to the creek and whatever at that point. So it, it's <laughs> And a I long think that the here. source of the pushback is mostly related to parking. Um, I don't, I don't know that there's not, and I hadn't, I haven't dug in enough to know what the project is promising in terms of parking, Yeah, but there was concern. And then of course, traffic, right? So increasing traffic down third to bring in 75 households and, or down Spruce, excuse me, when that happens. Well, and with any project, there's always a requirement for parking. So you always have to have like a certain amount of spaces and that sort of thing. But I've got a solution to that. You can just take your car to the West Side Tavern or whatever, and they'll have a valet, right? <laughs> and then what they're going to do is they're going to drive it down in front of your house, park it there for you. Yeah, they're it's do. not West Side. What is it again? I always get it wrong. It's West Side. Yeah, it's West no, Side. You got it right. Yeah, you got it right. Okay, West Side Tavern. Yeah, you did it. You did it this time. I thought West Side's Tavern well, you know was the one do, in Boulder. I always get confused so, with the Boulder one. Exactly. Yes. I always say like West Side. West End. That's West right. End West Tavern. End Tavern. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, wow, I can Look finally it. say it. West Side. I, know, I, I think it's finally right. getting embedded in you. The yeah, Longmont version, yeah, which is I way would, different. I would think yeah. on Sunset and Spruce, because there's a way to squeeze, squeeze off of uh, Spruce Street right onto Sunset. That yeah. intersection could, well, I mean, 75 is a lot, but like how many is it really if you're talking about, but in the morning it could be really, could really kind of mess up the traffic. Well, well I and, think that those residents are used to it being very quiet. Like nobody drives through. You no, you that place like is going dead. somewhere yeah, to go is, down Spruce. It's not it's like, a thoroughfare by any means. It's so kind of I one would, of those cheats for getting around town. So like if you're on Sunset and the line is going way back, it's like go on Spruce because you can mm-hmm. get all the way around. You totally. know, and nobody goes down there. So totally. Yeah. I would say like, well, 
I'll, I'll speak for people, but if you're saying, oh, parking's an issue, it's probably not parking. Like parking is the knock-on effect from the other things that people are just, it's going, I have this beautiful area and this is classic NIMBYism. And like, if I have these spots too, I'm going to go, I have this beautiful thing and now they're going to develop it and take something away from me. They're taking away this like awesome view in this open space and this completely quiet little corner that like that's being removed. So I get the criticism, but then you can't just say like, well, I don't want more people here. Like maybe that's yeah. Like, so you say, oh, but parking is going to be a nightmare. Traffic. So I think it like partially could be the complaints are that <laughs> instead of what people are actually thinking, which is, boy, that's the biggest development in what's like sort of old town light. Like Bond Farm is not like technically there's it's, everything's broken up into weird little things, but it, it, for all intents and purposes, it's old town. That's a that's a lot of units for that. So it's kind of a wild development. Yeah, so they're talking about, like in the article, they say residents contend that the area's infrastructure, namely its streets. So, you know, they're concerned about the additional vehicles, like you were saying, and um, you're almost doubling traffic on Spruce, as one neighbor said. Um, no stop signs and there are no crosswalks, which is true. You know, yeah, it's that back road, you know, very casual. I, I would also contend, and peace and love to everybody there, that it's really nice having this park. I mean, it really is. this amazing. Yeah six acre space that's just nothing on it so i would yep. contend that a, a lot of people love that oh so, yeah and i like you know it's gonna be I'll, difficult be to, to let that, that go to some degree so I, mean, I, I will be the first to admit like i don't go down there a lot but we can walk there if we're walking the dogs it's it's close enough to me to that and so you go you you walk past that you're going well yeah you're you're losing basically sort of open prairie grant land and and these different things and so i i understand why people would be yeah, sad about the development. I, to me, but. like they made it as gentle of an infill development as you possibly could. It's for purchase. It's not for rent. They're townhomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you own every bit of the floor. It's not like it's stacked, you know, for, for an old neighborhood like that. And, and honestly, one that's becoming more and more expensive. And now it's a little bit more of an attainable way to get into a nice home there. That's about as gentle as you can do. And it's just the reality of how infill looks and, and making. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, density, and I don't think anybody on this te- podcast would disagree with that. And it's certainly important to hear the concern because it's it's a squeeze when you go and infill in the middle of you're not used to it and increase the traffic, and that's just what it looks like with density. Yeah. But it's kind of like where we have to go to get our maximum capacity. In yeah, and in fact, Envision Longmont really talks about infill as the next step, and so the zoning allows for 105 units according right. to the article, and Shouldn't so they're saying 65 it. to 75 units. So they've really lowered that. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. So, I mean, it really is tough. I mean, you well, I, I do I think that the condo model, that, like I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with the condo model, you know, but it yeah. is. It's classic NIMBY where you say. Great model, awesome, good somewhere else, and that's like I think that's exactly what the the, the critiques is going to be, you know. I love that one moment we were all three talking at the same time. That was so cool. We should repeat that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's how podcasts work. You just yell over each other. I don't know if you're not met on the internet or like whatever. That's what happens? You just think it's hysterical. Anna, you're going to say something too, and and I interrupted or stomped all over you. So no, I got nothing. Me. I got yeah. nothing. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, this. I you know, I think it's cool that Longmont is allowing this type of development, pushing for this type of development. Yeah. Um, I was just talking to somebody else today, talking about how Longmont has a lot of development coming up, but a lot of rentals. A right. lot of rentals. Yeah. Exactly. And That's another yeah. cool thing about this one. This is for Exactly. And yeah. I would like to see moving forward that, you know, it's great to have this like progressive idea here. It's like you, you could buy it. It's not a, like a single family home, but 
Uh, again, single family homes are very water intensive, very resource intensive. You don't get the, the density to allow for greater amenities and things like that. And so I would like personally to see more of the developments like this, yeah. not just here, but like around town. Where, and here's the filling, like- wherever they're. It's not just that good developers are super greedy and they want – I mean they do have to make the economics work for them. But that's also where the demand is going is more and more rental people aren't – homeownership is decreasing among the younger generations and so is single-family occupancy in decreasing, single-family residents. So people want these apartments. I mean they want them to be nice and be amenity-rich and stuff. But that is that is where the trend is headed. I, I don't know if the trend is going that way. And this is a big like sidebar, but I don't know that the trend is going that way because that's where supply has been or if that's where demand is at. Because I think part of it is now with, I don't even know what's median home price in Longmont, 600 something. Right, $600,000. Like yeah. That's what people yeah. want. Yeah. Like it's not like, oh, I want to rent until I die. It's, I don't ever think that I will be Eric's stickering, but it's like, you know, there's a lot that comes with renting. You don't have to worry about maintenance and stuff. And maybe people want that. So Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to speak for people, but also if you're saying buying a home in Longmont, minimum is going to be 500,000, but probably six to $700,000 just to get the keys to a starter, you know, heavy air quote, starter home. Yeah. So demands for rent. I mean, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's, and it's, again, it's one of those, it's the best way to build wealth too. So if yep. you own real estate, yep, house, the single largest something like of that that is the largest source of generational, of, yep, absolutely generational, generational wealth. wealth. Is so ownership. yeah, I hear you, Brady. The one the one thing I, I want to pivot here real quick. So they said that they're going to have almost an acre for a city park in the space as well. I like there you that. Go. I like that's that. Nice. That's kind of cool. Hopefully, it'll be yeah, an open park. Lot. Yeah, that's great. No, I'm kidding. No, I think that's really cool. So you know, I I hear the you know the gosh, you know, I feel for everybody in this because you know the the People around it love the open space that it is, mm-hmm. but we also need more um, housing stock. And I believe, you know, people need to be afforded the opportunity to buy something, you know, home ownership and such. But, yeah, you know, and, really... and the other thing too is, is this going to be first time starter homes or is it going to be somebody? It's generally, I imagine it's going to probably be boomers that are downsizing. So they're just going to say, hey, you know, this is a walkable. Well, I mean, there's, and there's something in there. it, too, if yeah. you say it's, bold, a, it's a lower it's upkeep. Yeah. It's it's lower upkeep. It's newer. I can sell my actual home, get a bunch of money, you know, retire a little bit nicer, yeah. have a lot less to worry about, need to carry a free yard, whatever. I will say, like, a lot of this is high-level policy stuff where you're talking about what do you want for yeah. a city. Because where I grew up, back in New Ulm, Minnesota, I think by design, they've tried to keep the city about 13,500 people. And yeah. they're just like as through policy. Well, Longma has that design too. Ours is 122. That's what we're looking yeah. for. Yeah. And that's where that's we want to stay. Okay. That's what yeah, we're they're about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And the thing, the thing is like, it gets hard because when will people stop moving to the front range? You know, and as that's long as there's a place to live, I'm sure there'll be everybody's. Well, even if there's not, people are still coming out. Like, oh, yeah, I exactly. guess I can't afford it. Yeah, um, and that's like all three of us basically gave the same confused shrug, going like, I don't know, like <laughs> what happens if people keep showing up? Well, you know, they're gonna live somewhere. It's like I don't know. I, it just it gets really weird, all the politics. But um, well, yeah. to shift gears, uh, yes. to go just down the hill. If you continue down the hill from the proposed bond farm development, you hit left hand. And I was there on Saturday for the Oktoberfest. Nice. How was my it? My report is it was really fun. We had nice. a good time. I've, I showed up at first. Okay. So first of all, I have to say, this is my first time to the garden. 
unbelievably. I haven't been there yet. It was very cool. I know. I, I like just keep like I had like a few missed opportunities where I was going to go one night and then it got rained out. And like anyway, first time there. And so I wasn't sure what to expect. It was a little smaller than I expected. For mm-hmm. some reason in my head, I just thought it was huge. It you know, does look huge. big from the outside when you yeah. go past the big you fence know, it's, wall. It's this venue and this park. And it was a lot smaller than I expected. And when I went in, it even kind of felt empty, but I was talking to, um, shout out to Gina Patterson who does face painting and she hits up the festival circuit and goes around and she's at, like pretty much every little festival that you see in Longmont. She's a long time resident and face painter. And she said that they go up to a few different Oktoberfests in the fall. And this one in particular seems to be more of a nighttime Oktoberfest where people come later, where she goes up to Loveland, which apparently is a big one, and they are there kind of all day, like more more traditional Oktoberfest, daytime, and it winds down by the evening. And this one kind of started getting lit as the evening went on. Interesting. <laughs> the the music was yeah. amazing. I was super impressed with the musical acts. It was a little pricey, $15 admission, per person. And then the drinks were $7, but I will say, Oh, and I got a pretzel that was like this big, but it was, it should be, it needs to be gigantic. Okay. So with this big, Annie made a thing with her arms that was like, yeah, it was huge. Annie made a wreath out of her arms and it was, it was, it was was like bigger, bigger than a dinner plate, you know, like falling off the dinner. I know. And it it should be. And I agree with that, but it shouldn't, you know, in, in Europe, that would be like three euros, not 13. Eh, It'd be like six maybe, but like not $13. Did you get mustard? No, no, no. They gave you mustard, but you don't you don't eat mustard with a German pretzel. What do you have no. with a German pretzel, Eric? Do you know? You just have salt and you just eat it. What? Yes. But if you're <laughs> going to have a condiment with it, what would it be? I don't know. I've never eaten it. I would say, yeah, I have no Cold idea. Cold butter. That's what you have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Butter. You take like a butter slice yes. and you put on like every single bite. It's yeah. so good. It has to be like cold out of the fridge. I don't know yeah. why. It just is better. I don't get that either. <laughs> you know, I've always wondered why radishes and butter go together. I've tried to do it. You know, oh, that's the French that. love that. I know, like and I just biggest... I, I've tried to appreciate that, and I just can't. So yeah, so I probably <laughs> yeah. can't appreciate the cold butter and pretzel thing. I don't <laughs> you know. I probably try. should. It's really good. I don't even it's really good. like radishes. Like, yeah. Oh, they're just weird. No, weird. actually, it's funny because um, no, everywhere I've been, it's always been mustard. So that's really funny. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I've yeah. never had mustard traditionally with it, but anyway, they had it with mustard, and it was fine. I, I was to go back to my original point. It was it's pricey, but then the quality of the entertainment like more than covered to me the value of the ambition ticket. Like, mm. If I had to think about like as a concert, a fifteen dollar concert, yeah. it was great. So I have to ask you: Was it literally a thirteen dollar pretzel? Literally a thirteen dollar. Oh pretzel. my! God. <laughs> wow! Welcome to the you new Logmon, everybody. Wrong. I was going to say, <laughs> Andy, you go. you're on the wrong field. You got to sell your pretzels now. You know, I know. Seriously, yeah. yeah. about uh, what I will say is, um, like, I have a fr- like. What made me think of this is that the face painting. There's a person that does face painting. You don't always think about this, but like, you go to the fair and there's people that show up and they sell stuff, right? And that's how they make a living. And there's somebody who does that with face painting. And I like this, in spite of the fact that I have a friend who like sold concessions. That's what his family does. Like, sells kettle corn, and they make good money. It's just like a really funny thing to think like, oh, there's this is happening. And like, yeah, in Germany, like you could just get your, yeah, your, your whatever pretzel for cheap. And that would be a thing. But I'll say I got like a half chicken at um, the actual Oktoberfest in Munich, like the, the real deal. And that was, I don't know. God, it was an insane amount. And then like toasted almonds or something. It was like eight eight euros. I was getting gouged. It was all really good, but it was, it was unbelievable. It's staggeringly expensive. It's fair food. I mean, basically. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you went. Was it crowded? 
Um, so that yeah, it did start to get crowded as the night went on. Like at, at first when we got there, I felt a little sparse, and I got there at like four, three thirty or something, and I was kind of surprised because it was almost you know it started at like eleven, but it got busy as as time went on and the and evening came. They did a um they did a costume contest. My sister and I made it to the finals, but we did not win. High stakes beer for a year, free beer for a year. That's Whoa. pretty cool. So what were you? What was the costume? Come on. Well, the Durndal. We had our Durndals. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nice. they're and they're pretty authentic. You know, they didn't. They weren't like Amazon Durndals. Like they looked pretty good. Like past the knees, tight yeah. on the right side. You know. Yeah. But there was a woman with a daughter who's like two, and she had a Durndal. Oh, and she yeah. Was adorable. What are you Much do? deserved win. Yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And other contests, like a Stein holding contest. It was great. It was lots of fun. I want to know what that kid's going to do with a year's supply of beer. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so it's funny. I ch- I went to the, so we all went as a group to the food truck festival. Yeah, good. I need a report. So I make it. That was cool. We went late. Um, I suspect probably the action was really happening more like um, earlier. Um, How so late they had is the late? food trucks all around. Um, the music was awesome. Um, they had booths and then they sold, um, they had different vendors too, as well. Um, a little bit unclear about the alcohol situation. So there was a Jack Daniels vendor and then there was like tequila and then there was, um, Outworld had beer, but by the time we got there, all they had was IPA and Um, I'm not a huge IPA person. So I was like, "Uh." so I went with the Jack Daniels and that was cool. Um, but I will tell you the one thing that was confusing was, the food truck contest. I thought it was that they would compete and they'd have like judges. Right. Who oh, would like try the food. Oh, in okay. fact, no. <laughs> and actually what it was is the food trucks, <laughs> the food trucks encouraged like people to go try their food truck and then like vote for the right one. And I'm like, oh. how in the world would you have an, I mean, unless they do like a sampler platter or something right. like that. So right. you could, you Some can compare, but there's like no version? way I'm going to get like four right. birria tacos and then go to another place. <laughs> It's right. Just, it's impossible. One so, taco, please. Yeah, exactly. But the food you just get around is, to the, the you know the most really recent good. one that I bought is is easily the best because it's still warm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, ran into listener Eric there, and uh, we talked, and he mentioned that the food truck we went to was the Wolf, and he mentioned that that's outside the Speakeasy all the time late at night. So we know where Eric is at one a.m. Apparently, so <laughs> so um, to but, you, yeah. to harken back to the like the Oktoberfest, like getting getting rowdier as it got later. There's always on Reddit talking about like. What does anybody do after nine o'clock other than go home and go to bed? I mean, is this like the place to go now? Is this the thing? Because they're like, I've had people oh, come in trying to entertain clients. Went. Well, let me be clear. We had to leave at 730 because that's like kids. <laughs> we were with kids. Yeah. And that's, what, yeah. that's getting late for us. So I don't yeah. know what happened between 730 and nine. <laughs> right. Well, and I was going to say the Oktoberfest, that was the first one, I believe, that they've had at their new venue because they used I to have it at Roosevelt Park, year. right? Oh, well, did. maybe okay. it was canceled last year, but they—it's they, two yeah. years that they haven't been at Roosevelt. So, okay. if, if they did it last year, I can't. I think I don't they did, think I so. Did they? no? Maybe yeah, not. I don't think COVID so. Or something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I actually don't think the beer garden was also fully running last year either. I don't think it. Yeah. Was. October last year, really? Yeah, I don't think so, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we don't believe in facts around here, so who cares? So. <laughs> this is what people tune in for. Yeah. This is like the old days. You should, like look it up. Exactly. Like, did yeah. I say the thing the last time? I feel like I mentioned this last time where it was like, <laughs> what was it like 30 years ago before the internet? It's like, 
did, did everybody just walk around ignorant? Just speculating. And it's like, like yeah, no, your your aunt would tell you something that was obviously not true, and you would just carry that around for the rest of your life. <laughs> you would. You just kind of go, cool. Or you know what I love now is the reverse, is when people go, they'll ask you a question, and it's like, well, you could Google that. Right. Like, for instance, my daughter called me and said, well, my, my, she said, well, my boss is getting here. What exit is it on 470 that she needs to take? And I'm thinking to myself, doesn't your boss have a computer that she can look at that and figure out how to map it? Right. But instead, my daughter's calling me and I'm like, I'm looking it up and I go, it's exit yeah. 47. So, I mean, I don't really also think in exits. I don't. I just go, oh, look, just turn where it says Fort yeah, Collins. It's going to say I-25. <laughs> yes, it's right exactly. here. Uh, go to I-25 <laughs> and then go to the thing. This is Longmont. You're <laughs> so I, turn so I have to tell Jr. you at the um, <laughs> the food truck thing, too. So real quickly, it's supposed to go to 8 o'clock and they started packing things up like pretty early and it got pretty dark too. So right. It got you know, dark that's early. Same with Oktoberfest. One well, thing I would is, say uh, is maybe yeah, shift that change. a little bit. So it's earlier and ends a little earlier, but I was able to buy a really cool product that I highly recommend. And it's there? called, it's from BB's Chamoy and Chamoy is that kind of chili paste that they put on maybe rims of drinks, but then you yep. also can put it on candy, which she does. And yeah. so she takes like regular candy and dips it in Chamoy and then sells it. And it's really good. So you get the spicy sweet kick. It's really cool. Nice. These are jollies, which are, you can guess, Jolly Ranchers, trademark. But they're they're dipped in chamoy and they're just so cool. My son-in-law is like a big fan of hers. And so when he saw it, he was like, oh my gosh. You just go out of your way to find people yeah. who like dress up and resell Jolly Ranchers. Wasn't your freeze-dried thing Jolly Ranchers too? Or yeah, exactly. It? So it, it's like a repurposing of existing candy. Isn't that funny? So like the yeah. freeze-dried one is like that. This one is dipping in chamoy. So I, think I, so I will say um, back at Lucky's and everybody, <laughs> I miss Lucky's. <laughs> there was uh, dried mango slices with that stuff on it. Mm. I used to those. No, those are really good. good. Mm. So, anybody so if, you ever to... get the, if you ever get the fruit and then they put like a red chili sauce on it yep um that's like chamoy too as well so mm. yeah it's pretty so cool did, but uh, yeah. mango chamoy which is good stuff i like those um, i would eat them until my tummy hurt and i'd be like <laughs> ow i, I wanted to ask you ow. um ask annie or any of you because i know you go to the post or been to the post or have frequented the post or at least gotten their takeout brady so the post yes so i was there at lunch and i noticed i noticed i noticed i was nudist i was a nudist <laughs> <laughs> I noticed. Okay. No, I, if I, okay. Nothing against it. Wouldn't necessarily go to a place with a bunch of deep fat fryers. I was going to say chicken. Yeah. Hot chicken and nudity. Just, I don't think that's a good attempt. Just, yeah. just, all yeah. right. So the all right, post. Cool. All right. So I'm at the post and then I noticed that, you know, they had that patio and such, and it yeah. looks like they'd had kind of some janky awnings. And now all of a sudden it's a metal awning. Oh, it appears to be new. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not, but I was like, that's a pretty cool patio now. It's all tricked I'll out. Oh, and nice. I would be out in that patio. That's because before it was like you're blasted in the sun and kind of die out there. Just Interesting. Getting, just yeah. getting blasted. Yeah, so I have no idea if I'm just crazy and it's well, been I will there say, for a long um, time or if it's the, the post, not cheap in terms of fried chicken. It's no. it's hard to swallow, uh, but it's gluten free. <laughs> It's not Especially if you're naked, yeah. right? Yeah, that's yeah. it's mean to drop on yourself. We're we're put a belt on, slot in a, like a little aprony thing. Protect the store, you know. Just, <laughs> just take care of yourself. If you're this is how you're doing it. 
It's the same. Yeah, I'm Whatever. pretty sure like traditional uh, fried chicken is gluten free. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you it's it's a it's a easily or traditionally gluten free, not on perp, not because we want the gluten free, but because it was made with cornmeal. Well, but then there's also ways to do it. Flour so like there's a place was introduced at some point because it was introduced to everything, but traditionally from the south it was only with cornmeal. I yeah, no somebody if no all of our Alabama, Louisiana, etc. listeners bring bring give us a ring and uh, yeah, I was going to say that know, I was I've say, got no expertise. Yeah, I was going to say that a place in Memphis, Gus's Chicken, we actually they have chains. It's like almost a chain in a regional southern area and it's really just a coating of cornstarch, I believe, yeah. some spices, yeah. no, and mean, they're just anymore. literally frying the skin. They're not no, no, putting anymore. Like, a lot everybody of throws on it. a little bit of gluten. All yeah. of the Lee Brothers cookbooks, which are like they go into serious depth to get these like super traditional Southern recipes. They throw a little uh, flour in there. Nice. So pretty much yeah. everyone does. But what I'm saying is that it is a traditionally gluten free, gluten free, yeah. yeah, and healthy. So healthy. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the post, I do really actually like the post. And uh, their um, Nashville stuff's really good. Um, we tend to get like the family love thing, which is like, mm-hmm. and then you get the extra side because their sides are a little small. So we get extra side. And then it's like, ugh, now I'm on the hook for like kind of a lot of money. Just deliver it for the 10 bucks or whatever. And then the tip. And I'm like, I don't know, yeah. normally go over there to eat it. I can't drink the beer anyway. I just know that I pay a man oh to bring chicken to my house food delivery. and it's delicious can't. and it's, oh, I love food delivery. Oh, I can't. It just, I can't. The, the it depends what the me. food it just is. Kills me. It just yeah, hurts it kills me so me much. Too. Look, yeah. I'm not saying get your fries delivered. Like that's no, disgusting. No, I'm not saying anything. Just go get it. Just the, this saves you so, it's just Oh, crazy. but you know so what? Expensive. Pizza delivery, that was yeah. enlightening to me. My parents were steadfast, but like the, but Minnesota to the core. wasn't like all these added service fees and delivery fee. Maybe they had a small delivery fee, but the, they were like, no, we're going to make this so convenient. Oh, no, 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 no. I get no, 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 It's not like the Grubhub stuff. No, my daughter- my daughter said, no, 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 dad, like one time she goes, dad, why are you picking up the pizza? Because literally Blackjack's down the street. And I'm like, but it's just down the street. And she goes, just have him deliver it. And I'm like, it was like a snowstorm or something. And finally I was like, yes. And it was liberating. My parents who were extremely, yeah. like they would never consider ever having anything delivered like that. And so for me, it was like an awakening. I could have this delivered. Yeah, yeah I, I, I 100%. Never had pizza delivered either growing and up. Like, I, I don't really get food delivered because there's not much that I can eat that will be delivered. And so for me, it is very liberating to say whatever your ridiculous upcharges, and they're fast. They're like, oh, oh it'll be like an hour. And then it's there in 20 minutes. And you're like, I'm I'm now in sweatpants with the TV queued up to watch television. I want to watch some garbage television, eat fried chicken, and just like – it's the one thing for me that's like normal from before I had to go gluten free because I used to get the odd pizza or yeah. Chinese food or something. Yeah. And so for me, I don't care. Like I'll do it, and it's kind of about that experience. And you know um, what it is? So that's so funny though about like getting chicken. So I'm going to use this as an example. Like pizza is a little different. Usually it comes here really fast and really hot. But I don't know why it was like for me. It was a control issue. It was like, I felt like I had more control over the temperature. Like if I went and got it, it would be hotter. You're there and you can like race home. They're not going to stop at like four places on the way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I'll say one of the other things that I'll do just because is like leave the fridge open and then like grab something out of the cupboard on the other side of the kitchen and then walk back. Because I used to just be like, Freddy, shut the fridge. Freddy, Freddy. 
It's like this totally. like, like a nickel in this. It costs, it costs like nothing to leave it open for the extra five seconds. But I'd be standing there looking like, well, we don't have much. Should I just carve myself off a hunk of cheddar or should I like go through all the work of doing something? And you're like hemming and hawing. And then they'd be like, well, close it or whatever. And it's like, well, I can't I don't have eidetic memory. I can't tell you what's in there when the thing's shut. Like I have to be looking and I'm hungry. I do it all the time. Yeah, I do it yeah, all the so time. So now I'm just like, well, fine. I'm going to leave it open for an extra 10 seconds. Just yes. Just because I got yelled at for leaving. Yeah, for exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Annie, are you, are you a never delivery person? No, I, I won't do it. I can't. Wow. I don't think I've, I think I've wow. done delivery once in my whole life. Like no what? kidding. Not, through college, through like every, in our family, we've done delivery. Like in COVID, we did like a delivery one time. Oh no. And I'll do it if they're running a special on Chipotle and it's free. If that's the special they're running and it's a free delivery, I'll do that. But if, if I'm, if I'm too lazy to drive to go get it, if I don't feel like it, I won't do it. Do you remember when Annie said she missed traffic a while ago on air? Yes, exactly. She's contributing to it. She's like, you yeah. know what? Yeah. You know what? It, it's 530. We're all hungry. We want fried chicken. And I haven't been in traffic in a minute. <laughs> and you know what? Anything, I agree with Brady too. Like anything that prevents me from going down Hover is a good oh, God. thing. Yeah. yeah. Especially at 530 well, And my favorite night. takeout is the pho. That's one of our go-to places yeah, for yeah, takeout yeah. is the pho yeah. over at the Village of the Peaks. And like... Unless someone's driving home in that way already and can pick it up, like yeah. it's too far for me to go across. I'm just like, nope, I'm not. We're not getting it tonight. Sorry, kids. The nice That's thing about a- just living as two adults together is like, if you don't want to cook and they don't want to cook, you, you don't have to go like we have to make sure the kids are fed nutritiously. Totally, right? you can just like scrounge. Like a I'm like, I have like a block of cheese. Oh, I have yeah, not like tortilla chips. I mean, honestly, though, when We're it's done. just the kids and me, like we'll 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 eat like terribly. I eat like I'm yeah. five as well. I mean, I'll just take the block of cheddar and just grate it over yeah, some chips, totally. pop it in the microwave for thirty seconds, and be like, <laughs> exactly. "Well, that one's done. Like, <laughs> I don't have to eat until tomorrow." Oh my gosh! Well, hey, moving to other Longmont things about actually healthy food and an update. Wow, there's your two tie-ins. Uh, Update on the Cape Girl Coffee whole soul little oh, feud yeah. that we talked about some weeks ago. So this is out in Prospect. You have oh, yeah, whole yeah. soul, exactly. which is yeah. the healthy yeah. smoothie bowls yeah. on going in on tenacity. And then you have Cape Girl Coffee, which is an established coffee shop there. <clears throat> Cape Girl brought a lawsuit against Whole Soul for breaching HOA covenants, saying that they couldn't sell gluten-free food and a bunch of other things that Cape Girl... Well, and next uh, in your Boulder County news segment. Yeah, ex- fast forward and Whole Soul won the lawsuit and they are able to proceed with their use and construction has resumed. So, well, you know, peace and love again to Cave Girl. I just didn't understand the I didn't understand the the foundation for that suit. I, just I will say imagine. like it is the most Boulder County of like headlines. <laughs> you got you've got like like NIMBY stuff happening and like yeah. a coffee shop is arguing with a bull shop <laughs> over HOA stuff. You're just like, hey, it's just so bold. I mean, A for effort. You know, she was she was going to die on that stake for her business. And you do what you got to do, man. You got to defend your biz. But alas, it didn't work. And we will yep. get smoothie bowls all day long. Woohoo. Pretty exciting for you. Are you, are you so like, uh, this just takes me back to like, when Annie was really stressed and had to do yoga or go to Whole Foods, I can't remember what it was, but but now she gets I gotta to get to her. yoga pod. Exactly. If I don't get to yoga pod, I'm gonna explode. <laughs> now you get to go to like um this Whole this Soul. new joint. Yeah. Whole yeah. Soul is very good and Whole Soul is very pricey. So it kind of is breaking one of my one of my rules, but it's um it is good. I'll definitely try it. I won't make a habit of it. 
No, I actually, I think it looks really cool. When I looked at the menu, it looks awesome. So I, yeah. uh, I salute that. And um, notice that at the Village of the Peaks, there's a new place, Kung Fu Tea, coming in next Ooh. to our pho place. Oh, um, really? Right next door to the old next door <laughs> <laughs> and thereabouts. And so Kung Fu Tea is, as you can imagine, it is like bubble tea and all that wonderful stuff. And um, you look at the website and it's, it's really bright. And cheery. And it looks like it's a franchise. So there's lots of locations. I wasn't expecting lots of locations in a giant franchise, but indeed it is. So are you a fan of like tapioca tea or bubble tea or any of that stuff? Uh, I had a phase where I kind of got into in college. I remember there was a place on the hill, but uh, I don't seek it out. generally. It's really sweet. It's very sweet. It is. If somebody was like, hey, I'm super into boba. Do you want to go get one? I'd be like. Yeah, I guess so. That's like my take on it. I'm like, I've had it twice. And yeah, if you're really into it, and that's where we're going, I guess so. That's not a hard pass, but it's, I'm not going to go seek that out. It's too yeah. sweet. So um, the Washington Post calls it the Starbucks of teas. Hmm. I think we've now, talked about this too. I'm not a huge tea fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got some tea here. Well, and that's across the way, across the sort of turf field from Tiffin, you, right? The you got it, Indian yeah. And yeah. Has, I don't think that's opened yet. No, there's still like a weird order that says don't. I think there was like a cease and desist order. Or oh, no. Like that. Huh. But then there's also know. like we're hiring next to that. Right. <laughs> so well, I'm just kind of confused uh, about what's going on. I've heard that the one in Boulder is very good. Like that's good, what I've heard too. Indian yeah. food. Tiffin, so yeah, I, I hope I've, they open. There's a lot of anticipation for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been asking about it. Actually, the, the thing that I find sad is I hope they figure out a tenant for that next door space. I just... I was kind of sad. So, uh, but anyway, because it's um, such prime real estate in that center, like, it is really bring buzz over there. Because well, and actually, I didn't mind going to next door. It was a good place for a lunch meeting and that sort of thing. But yeah, it was pricey perfect. too. It was. Pricey it was, well. but it yeah. was really clean food, and yes, you just could really count on it every time. Yeah, exactly. It was great. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple of thoughts too uh, about uh, since it's our third anniversary. I wanted to ask you both some. Questions about Longmont, not a quiz or anything like that, but I'm going to ask you first, like, what do you think is a hidden gem in Longmont? Oh, man, on the spot. Yeah. And if you want to think about that while I ask you the next question. I don't know that I've got anything left that's hidden. Like, I've talked about literally everything that I think about. (laughs) Yeah, but think about something else, you know, like, and I would think about, consider like all (laughs) areas. Exactly. Consider all areas of the of the city and also think of all different things. So it's not necessarily a restaurant or a place to go like that, but maybe it's something else like a park that you think is amazing that is hidden or something like that. There's this open parcel of land on (laughs) Spruce Street. (laughs) Spruce. Nobody knows about it. Um, Um, The other thing too is, so I have another question too. Like what is the reason to be here? Why should people be in Longmont or why should they come to Longmont? I think I can talk to you this, this year. Like, this has been one of the best years, I think, that we've been here. It's been hot a little bit. And, I mean, it's hot compared to how it was, you know, 40 years ago or whatever. But um, the weather is beautiful. And the people, it's just got a really good community by and large. I mean, I don't love, you know, everybody everywhere. You know, I'll go be the first to say I'm you know, I, I'm a spiteful old turd. But um, I think that, like, we have a good giving community. It's got a lot of soul. I'm happy to see it growing and like when you talk to people who aren't from here and you think about the things that Longmont has been up to, like the internet 
and like pushing for um, sort of a different type of um, like living. Which I see Eric's looking around because there's a fly in his. Yeah, no, so, it's driving me nuts. It's but, like the biggest fly in the entire world. But like pushing but for um, like denser um, building and, and not just going for single family homes and like a lot of the stuff that the city council does. Um, they take stances that are like proactive and thinking about the future without them being so like hippy dippy outlandish that because there's there's a line to walk there where it's pragmatic policy that's forward looking without it being like oh well we're just going to burn money doing this thing so i think by and large the city government works pretty well things are fairly well taken care of everybody feels like there's a sense of growth and energy and um you know all of that's really good and of course there's the weather in the mountains which is you know no complaints there yeah annie um okay i'm gonna answer your first question the hidden gems. It's not really hidden because everybody who is in these different areas of town probably knows about them. But I I absolutely love all of the trails and the multi-use paths that go through Longmont. And some of my favorite, like, if you don't get up to, like, super northeast Longmont ever, there's great trails. And for people who like to run and need, like, distance to add, there's some incredible trails that go all the way and, like, follow 21st going east um, pretty much all the way to the end of town to where you meet mm-hmm. you Creek golf course. And then you can like cut and go South and go by fall river elementary and keep going all the way down and follow that through Fox Hill. Um, that whole like neighborhood down there. And then there's like a one that goes by Rocky Mountain elementary. And like, you can just do this really cool tour and you could do it on bike or anything and see these different neighborhoods and parts of towns that you'd never hit up. Cause it's not your normal, you just places that you haunt normally. And, I love that you can see all of town doing that. Um, and and some of the parks, too, that you don't think about. Like, there's that one behind the Hover um, Assisted Living. You know where the Hover Home is? Oh, so the barn assisted- park? Is it really? Yeah, yeah. There's like a par- yeah. Well, not that one. This is okay. like near Mountain View. And oh, Mountain Hover. View. Okay. I do like that barn park though. Like there's yeah. just this tiny little park back there and I'm pretty sure you can play like pickleball back there or something like. Oh yeah. No, I know exactly what you you're talking about. Like, we call it spring through. pony like, park. What is this park. Yeah. yeah it's and you, really it's cool only park. accessible yeah. by path really. I mean, I think you can park, but. Um, yeah. There's like six spaces. That's about yeah. it. But yeah. If you're yeah. hitting up these paths and getting around town, it's just a really nice way to see town. And I, I appreciate that we have these paths and the city has good planning. And I totally agree with Brady that city planning is forward thinking, but thoughtful and doesn't move, you know, erratically. I think they can, there's a lot of civic involvement in town where we have great things like internet. We're super water secure. We have our own electric, own power that we run. I think, um, we've set up some of these systems to be really forward thinking and keep it at this really nice contained like city that is self-sustaining, but still benefits from being part of Boulder County and that ecosystem. It's just kind of like a good, the administration's great. I I love it. And yeah, Yeah. everything Brady said. What about you, Eric? What's a hidden gem? Mm, I think, you know, so I would concur with what you said about trails. I think one of the ones that I think is a hidden gem uh, is Lagerman. Mm-hmm. So if we go to the Lagerman totally. Trail, so it goes all yes. the way out to like Nelson, goes all the way to 75th, I mean, 75th to 63rd and yep. loops around. And then the dream when I served on the Parks and Open Space Commission mm-hmm. was to bring that trail system and connect it to Boulder at some point in time. So because there is some connectivity there that needs to be 
um, <clears throat> brought forth, but you could eventually, if you think about it over your, if you're on 75th, you could essentially walk to Boulder on that back trail. That'd totally. be kind of cool. Totally. So I think and then that, to the north of that is awesome trails that go around that whole field. Oh yeah. You know I'm talking about across pike yes. or whatever. And yeah. you can go, it's, I think crusher fine. And yeah, some, and it's like you see cows and maybe not cows, but it's really cool. No, I mean, it's a nice big area. And I don't think people utilize that trail over there by Loggerman a lot. Um, right. It's really underutilized. And then, so it means like 4,000 people will go out there tomorrow, but, <laughs> but, you know, like Macintosh, I mean, all the people in Macintosh, you know, might want to try going around a different area, right. maybe a different lake. <laughs> so like, oh, Macintosh, my goodness. That place has just changed so much. COVID either like yeah. ruined it or made it awesome, depending on how you look at it. Exactly. <laughs> I also crazy. think too, that oddly enough, I think hygiene is like a hidden gem. It is this little tiny, weird community just west of Longmont. And in fact, I ran into somebody who just moved to hygiene and they said that, you know, I was talking about the general store, which I just think is so endearing. It's the coolest thing down there in the main street area. I mean, if you want to call Are it you talking street. about the mountain fountain. Yep. Yep. It's really pretty cool. And then I guess they're going to get a new espresso and coffee place too mm-hmm. in the white building. So that's, that's pretty cool. It's just a quaint little place. It's got like two shops. That's about it. And it really hasn't changed since no. I was a child. No. It's pretty amazing. So I think that, and a lot of bicyclists, of course, it's a great wayside yeah. place for bicyclists. And, you know, that to me is a hidden gem too. It's like, I don't understand. Um, I was on 36 um, over the weekend and I don't understand what people ride their bikes on 36 when there's so many other places you could ride without traffic, but you know. Yeah, you, to each his own. To, you have to get to some of the other places. I can well, get yeah. from my house. with that new trail system they're building. Yeah, exactly. I, to, to get from my house to like the cat. Thank you for moving my microphone. Um, just like <laughs> Brady's microphone just went into his face. Whap me in the like, chin. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. thanks, kitty. Um, that's what she's good for, that eating my clothes. Um, but yeah, like if you want to get over to climb the hills or whatever um, from here, you can go out on a lot of beautiful. All of the stuff that's east-west is is. There's almost none of it's bad. It's 66 notwithstanding. But like if you're going out on any of those little roads, that's all good riding. But then if you want to get to the mountain, you want to go to the canyon or something, go up the canyon, you have to go on 36. And if you're coming out of Boulder, I think it's part of a loop often for like time trial training. You see some lunatics with like, yeah. I mean, quadzilla yeah. out there. With, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like just 350 watts they're pushing through the bike and just screaming up on a time trial bike. Um, so I think there's some of that too. And after you ride a lot, you just wind up doing these loops and you try to change it up. So I do see it, but it is loud. You're right. It's not fun to, to yeah. bike on. I use it as a yeah. way to get to a different road to go home. So that's yeah. what I, that's the only reason I ever use it. But um, yeah, so I'd really just echo the trail systems. Um, you know, it's going to get better, which is great. I'm yep. excited about that. Um, yeah. And then I was going to ask you one final question is like favorite coffee. What's your favorite coffee in town? If you want to pass, you can pass. Yeah. I mean, I know Brady's going to say Dutch Brothers, but. um, Miko, clearly. I love my my boiled paint. So Miko, for you, Annie? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I typically, I I almost like, and I sound super like from the Mr. Money Mustache community where I very seldom get coffee while I'm out, but I do very seldom get coffee. I tend to just, I spring for the good beans on the the front. And so I, sure, I spend a lot of money on coffee, but I go to um, Brewing Market. Yeah. And I just ask somebody, this is, so you got oh, a little funny story. Market, yeah. yeah, I go to Brewing Market. I'm like, what do you like? And just give me that. And I've never had anything bad. So nice. it was good. But I got somebody who was like, just, just brand new the last time I went in there. And I was like, 
She's like, what do you want? It's like, oh, I need to take a couple pounds of, of whole bean. And uh, I said, what do you like? And she's like, oh, uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, I really don't care. Just name any two. Cause that's okay. And then she was like, I backed this poor girl into a corner. And I'm like, I honestly don't care. Like, and she's just like so overwhelmed that she couldn't oh, function. And this yeah. guy's like, get the Costa Rica and get the whatever. I'm like, thank you. That's it. I'll take it. Cause I, you know, I'm just not paying attention. I don't, I really don't care. For once, for a while, three people in a row said, get the, the Timor. And I'm like, great, fine, load it up. Yeah. I don't care. I'll get it again. It was good. But yeah. that's what I do. I tend to go down there. And then what I think is great about that is they've got a couple other um, nice ways because the pour overs there are good. And the Turkish mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah, it's nice if you've never overs. done Turkish coffee, go try yeah, Turkish coffee. They true. do a good one. Um, I really like it. On that note, I would say Ozo is a close second. And then for like meetings to sit down and a vibe, I do like Cave Girl. I go there sometimes. I do too. That's yeah. it is good for a vibe for a meeting because it's not as crazy as some other exactly. places. But I've noticed that the coffee houses don't seem to be as crazy as they I used to be. I don't think so either. I don't know yeah. why that is. They have they haven't yeah. been as much. No, Sydney's is always pretty full on fourth. Yeah, for me, exactly. That's about. Yeah, I know. I actually kind of a final comment about that when I say when we're talking about hidden gems like the garden at at left hand and then also Wibby, you know, it's got that big space. Yeah. I've noticed that the last few times I've been at either one of them, they've not been crazy. Like Wibby mm. seemed crazy last year. Like they right. had a swimming pool. It was just like nuts. It was I just think crazy last there. year was like, hey, it's we can come out from the pandemic. And now right. it's, yeah. like, it's like there wasn't as much competition for other activities. And yeah. and you didn't have to go like, do we still need the social distance? Are we supposed to be inside? Should we be outside? And now it's been the weather's recently has been really nice. Oh, so it's whether you're out yeah. drinking beer or hiking or biking or motorcycling or whatever you're doing. Outside, I think it's just yeah. really nice weather for Hey, it, so another comment about Longmont is we have great golf <clears throat> courses and we have a lot of golf courses. Boulder has a golf course and it's much bigger than, yeah, it's not as much like a golf community, but we have three great city courses here in town. So it's nice for, and a private course. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we did lose one of them, you know, Haystack, which was close by. Yeah, we were kind of bummed kind of about was that. Longmont kind of was Boulder. Yeah, I don't know, Haystack was its own yeah. thing. I didn't yeah. think of it as Longmont. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, you know, for those people who really like golf, it's awesome. Yeah. There's have, lots of uh, other golf courses around, that's for couple, sure. A couple other takes of the Tiffins thing. Uh, there was a uh, post on the subreddit the other day by Styrofoam Rockets. Shout out to user Styrofoam <laughs> Rockets. I love usernames. I actually have a list of usernames, um, many of which you can't pronounce on the air, our air, um, that from video game users like the handles. There's some <laughs> pretty funny ones I've been collecting. Them. I wanted, yeah, I, I collect those. But anyway, um, they said, I actually asked myself, Recently, it's a different thread, something, something, because I was excited they were open. Jairus Marker said, I talked to someone at the Boulder location that said they were hoping to open up this fall, so hopefully soon. Um, Lancer X, that that was Tempest Crystallum. <laughs> this is Lancer X. We are all in on Team Tiffin's Longmont. I slept at Ozo on Saturday morning at the Farmer's Market, Whole Food, blah, 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 blah. Table outside, they had the front door propped open. And inside looked very finished and very cool. Nice. Really finished, very cool. I love the flooring. Okay, for the good news, they had a sign in the window advertising that they were interviewing for front of house staff tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday. So that would be nice. like That's today, great. tomorrow. Um, and that they were, so he's thinking soon. If you're in front of house. Well, I mean, when I saw the, we were hiring, I was like going, yeah, I don't, I obviously I was incorrect about what I said earlier. So it must have been a permit or something, but there was something about there earlier this past year yeah. that said something weird. Always. But, yeah. But anyway, I'm excited to, to see them opening up. But um, one final thought too about hidden gems, I would say by Crystal Union Joyce. Reservoir. Union Reservoir, there's a 
you know, if you're a radio controlled airplane enthusiast, there's a whole field over there and a whole association. Hmm. Hmm. You know, if that's your thing yeah. too, that's pretty cool to like know that that exists here. So. And on the, a similar note, I have a neighbor who's really into RC racing mm-hmm. and they're last summer, they built out there a brand new track for RC racing. And it's not like anything glamorous, but for the enthusiasts, it's actually really cool. They like go out there with the bulldozers and build like yeah. the jumps and the grates or whatever. And they had some pretty significant competitions from up people coming from all over the region to come compete out there too, which is cool. That is really one. cool. So yeah, I, um, I just appreciate both of you doing this podcast and, you know, we're, uh, we're just so excited about, you know, three years. Ooh, I got to get re- out of here and go catch up on the hurricane. It's been like, what, an hour? <laughs> I feel so behind. <laughs> exactly. And Brady is uh, going to go get some post chicken and, you know, it's nudist down there. So you know, No, he's not. Time. He's going to get it delivered. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You could be, yeah, just draw the shades. <laughs> don't forget your belt with your little loincloth in it to protect the story. <laughs> As always, we thank Andy Epler for our music and David Cutter music for our uh, going away music. Find us wherever you find your pod content, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify. Rate us. Tell us you like the show. Write us. SideDishLongman at gmail.com. Let us know if you have ideas of people we should have on the show. Or you want to tell us that, uh, you know, hey, we got it wrong and you want to correct something. We're happy to hear that, too, as well. Thanks so much. Happy anniversary, everyone. Happy anniversary. I'm dying over going away music. (laughs) 